Welcome to CPG Vibes. No script, just chat. We talk all things food and beverage and so much more. Feel our vibe and search for CPG Vibes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And make sure to give us a five-star review. If you'd like to sponsor our show with your product or service or be a guest, email us at cpgvibes100 at gmail.com. Now your hosts, me, Alex Bear with Genius Juice and Wade Yeti. I'm on mute. All right. Welcome to CPG <laughs> Vibes, episode 65. You know, it's no script, just chat. I actually turned the mute off and it went back on. That was weird. Um, so we are actually on the road right now, or unless that's a virtual background. Wade might be at an airport or it's virtual background. We don't know. What's going on, Wade? Man, I don't know. I, I You threw me for a loop there for a second. Uh, you're talking, I thought, I'm I'm remote. I'm uh, currently at Chicago O'Hare, and uh, on my way back to North Carolina. And I saw your mouth moving, but I wasn't hearing anything, so I thought it was me. But uh, good to see you, buddy. How you doing? Doing really good. Besides that botched intro, but it makes it more the fun, right? This is this is going to be the goofiest fucking episode in the entire. I mean, this guy we're bringing on is not goofy. He's a really good professional, smart guy, but we're goofy. He's at an airport at O'Hare. I'm on mute. Um, you know, you can see my closet behind me and what's in it. So we're going to have a good time today. This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, right on. So first thing to uh, to really address, and this is really, I mean, this is becoming like pounding the fist right on the desk, which is five stars. Come on, man. Yeah. Like, what is that? Yeah. The five. So like, I mean, he's from Chicago on here telling you to give us five stars. That's the commitment from this man here. So we're at 82. We're at 82 um, and we need to get to 100. So please, please support us. Go on Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. Give us five stars. It's not hard. It takes like two and a half minutes. The time it takes to microwave a Hot Pocket, you could give us five stars. So please do that. And and we are are a lot healthier than Hot Pocket. Way healthier. Way healthier. Yes. Um, so yeah. And then also if you'd like to be a guest or you'd like to sponsor our episode, uh, just make sure to, uh, email us pretty simple CPG vibes. And there's the Apple podcast screen. That's, that's some mad reflection going on there, man. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of glare. So CPG, CPG vibes, 100 at gmail.com. Reach out to us. If you'd like to be a guest, we have also some paid sponsorship options. We already have three paid sponsors. Four, if you include be driven with their long-term sponsorship. So make sure to do that. Um, what else? A uh, couple guests coming up. Just want to mention that. Then we're going to bring on this guy here. But we got a lot of great guests, Wade, just coming up here. We have Adam Brown coming up in two weeks. We have Tom Alingo at Brand Jectory, who just did a little shout out here. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. We have uh, Tyler Watson with uh, Dano's Seasoning. We have Yuval Selick. We have Sandra Woko with Sanzo. We have Noah Wunsch, Wunsch. A lot of people. Hank Watt, the list goes on and on. So, All Alex, right. what I would say before we get too far into this is I would tell people that are tuned in now, because we have a handful of people tuned in now, what I would say is stay tuned in, especially if you're a brand or you represent a brand or emerging brand. We have a huge, huge, huge prize today from our sponsors, Promo Mash. And if you don't know how the show format works, you have to answer a question, something we talked about during the show. And so if you tune out now, you're not going to be able to win the prize. But this prize is significant. And I don't usually do this. We don't usually talk about this. But um, this prize for emerging brand could be pretty extraordinary. So listen to what we're talking about. It's going to be something that we talk about. Right now, there's going to be a question asked sometime during the episode. Stay with us, listen up, and be ready. Right, Alex? Right. Definitely be ready. Be ready like Freddie, and uh, you don't have to be Freddie to win. 
and it's the prize is multi thousands worth. I'll leave it at that. It's multi thousands. It's one of the big, I think the biggest prize we've ever had on here. To be I, honest. I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right. So without further ado, this guy's been waiting so patiently. I hope he's still here. I think he is. I see him is his name is Diego Torres Palma. I met him when he invited genius juice being, you know, me, Alex bear genius juice on his show. He is the host and creator of startup to storefront. And he also is the managing partner and founder of Fantana Ventures, where they re they invest in real estate. And I'm going to put some music on for this guy. Uh, I like this one. This is a good one here. I think it really suits him very well. Smooth. All right. Diego Torres Palma. Diego, how's, how's it going, my man? Great intro music. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, guys. Good to be here. Yeah. Appreciate you being here, brother. Anytime. All right. So, yeah, we met, uh, I think, almost a year and a half ago. I got an email out of the blue, which is like, hey, I have a studio in West Hollywood. Come on by and record. I'm like, in person? Really? This is happening again? Because this is 2000, like mid, early. I think this was 2021, actually. Yeah. yeah toward the end. So, so it was kind of a treat. I'm like, I get to shake someone's hand and like see them in person and actually be speaking at a professional mic in a professional studio. So it was cool. So thank you for uh, for bringing me on. And the clip from Startup to Storefront with Genius Juice got like, I think, like several thousand views. I think seven, sure. eight K. So it seems like you're doing something right with your show. I appreciate it. Yeah, we have a good team. And uh, it's, it's interesting. We, we've actually interviewed a lot of people that have been on Shark Tank. And it seems like all those videos do the best. And um, I'm, I, I'm thankful to you for giving us a little bit of that data. And then most recently, we just had Matt Higgins on who, who was a guest shark. And so it's it's just it's like we're swimming in those waters now, which is fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, you're um, a different type of guest from who we've really had on before. Usually we have on CPG founders, mm -hmm. you know, um, I know you're also an investor as well, but typically, I mean, you invest in many different things. But this is the first time we've had, I think we've had um, another, unless I'm wrong, way to correct me if I'm wrong, like a, a host of their own podcast. So he's very podcast friendly. He knows how to navigate through these and also a real estate investor, which is very different. So, right. yeah. So tell us about you. I mean, man, I mean, you got maybe some people from O'Hare Airport will be listening in. They'll just stop by and catch Wade's there, screen. There we'll might see. be. There might yeah. be. Yeah, there's a lot of people there. One with a mask. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's funny. It's not, it's, it is a real screen. Okay, cool. It is real. Not a virtual background. <laughs> not a virtual background. <laughs> When, uh, yeah, I guess for me, I was an entrepreneur basically my whole life. So my first company was this fashion company um, where we created, if you guys remember back in 2010, the app store was relatively new. And so we had created this uh, try before you buy app that allowed you to try on a bow tie, like on your neck. So, so kind of like this. And um, the reason we chose the bow tie is not because we were big bow tie wearers, but more because it was like the size of an iPhone screen. It was a product that was literally the size of an iPhone screen. And um, we ended up becoming this pretty cool company, getting getting rid up, written up in all of these fashion magazines as like, oh, tech meets fashion, the app store, what you know, what things are developing. And while we wanted to be an app company, like an app development company, we were really late to the party. And uh, we ended up becoming a bow tie company because we got a lot of positive press. And so that was like my first venture into, I guess, startup. Um, and, and we were in Boston. And then from there, I had a tech company that we ended up going to San Francisco for. And so then I lived in San Francisco for a while, exited that. And then when I came here to uh, where I am now in Los Angeles, I decided to start a real estate development company, um, really with no idea what I was doing. It was just more of, I, I had this, when I moved to LA, I thought LA is going to be, there's Hollywood's there, it's going to be done. Every place I go to is going to be amazing. And I quickly realized like, that's not the case. And there's so much room for innovation and like an outdoor beer garden was missing as an example, which was just blew my mind because the weather in LA is so much more perfect than Boston or San Francisco or Chicago. And there was more outdoor drinking there. And so that thrusted me into real estate development and, um, but entrepreneur at heart. And, and so we still obviously support entrepreneurs and, and, and we place angel size checks when we can. Um, and so, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Cool. And you're actually uh, right now, are you in your office in WeHo? 
currently? Yeah, yeah. This is a, this is our podcast studio and office uh, in West Hollywood. Nice, and it looks like it's come a long way from the uh, the last time I visited. When I visited, it was under construction and getting done, and now yeah. it's obviously complete. That's a whole yeah, different. That look, I don't even recognize the room from when I was in there. When I was in there, I could see uh, <laughs> yeah. studs, studs, and when I say studs, not not guy studs. I like studs in the wall. And uh, anyway, it looks really good. Looks really good. Um, so, so what do you? Um, CPG, what's like your biggest passion in CPG? Like what kind of brands, what kind of products really get you excited? What stage? Like tell us more about your view of that, of the I'll industry. Sort of, I'll walk you guys through the last deal I invested in was Ourobora, which for those of you who don't know is a sparkling water. Um, the founder's name is Paul Vogue. And, and when I, I had him on our podcast and when I was speaking to him live, like as you do on a podcast, I just... I asked him randomly, I was like, oh, are you raising? And, and I, I thought he was going to be past his A round already. And he said, yeah, we're actually raising. And so the podcast turned into almost like a like an investor level type discussion where I was just curious about him and where he saw the brand going. And one, I love the product. And so for me, I think I, ha I have to love the product. And that can be anything. That can be an almond milk. That can be a juice. That can be a sparkling water. I mean, really, whatever it might be, it can be a candy bar or some sort of bar, some protein bar, some better for you uh, ice cream, whatever it might be. And then um, from there, it was just a function of like, okay, Paul, send me your deck. And uh, we try to get involved on, on the A or pre-A, right? So if there's a bridge, maybe somewhere around there. So seed, bridge, but generally speaking, pre-A. And I just really, um, I just fell in love with Paul to some extent. I was like, one, I, I love the product and and when I, when I invested in, in businesses, it's more of like, it, do I think the founder is crazy enough, smart enough, dumb enough, whatever enough to like figure this out, this hard problem out. And if there's something in there that gives me the fuzzies around that and the velocities in the deck match, then I'm more than happy to, to place a bet. Um, and yeah, and then obviously if you guys watch our podcast, I'm always drinking an Ouroboros and so our guests during our during our episodes. And so that's just a way of me helping. Um, we have no idea how it'll turn out. I think that's my general, like I'm always excited for companies and, and entrepreneurs because no matter what happens, they're going to learn a lot about themselves. And, and I think the way I view CPG is it's, it's my money is my vote into products that I think should exist in the world. And sometimes it's like, it's that simple and I could be wrong, but, but it, you know, it's still my vote and I enjoy it. I feel like that's a good segue, Alex. Um, this week, I, I've, I've posted a little bit and I've been tagged a little bit. Um, I'm in Chicago. Uh, I was here at the, uh, I, I can't say enough about this event that I was at, at CA Fortune. Uh, I was here with members from Sprouts, uh, Town & Country, Lund's Byerly, Albertsons. I'm probably missing someone. If I am, I'm sorry. But uh, just a great thing. And we did a, we did a little pitch thing. Uh, and... Uh, can't can't say enough about the the hospitality of the CA Fortune Group, but but uh, I guess Diego, for me, I, I'm 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 curious, you know, having sat through pitch after pitch after pitch over the last 24 hours or so, um, what what do you look for when a brand pitches you from an investment standpoint? Because what I was doing, it was more it was more from a sales standpoint, right? They want to get in our store, you know, it's a normal normal sales pitch to to a buyer. But uh, investment pitch, I'm, I'm curious, how is it different, or not that you know what a buying pitch is, but, but what, what makes a good pitch to you? What, what resonates with you? What makes you say, this is the brand, this is the person, this is the team? What makes you say, I'm in? So typically, I, I'll say it starts with the product, right? And so at the end of the day, the founder has created this product that is really... I, I honestly view products as like a mirror of the founder and their belief in themselves or, or where they are in life, whatever product they're making. And so for me, it's, is this product exceptional in some way? And I think there's this beautiful truth about CPG where there's a lot of products competing for each other already. There's so much noise in the space. And so if the product is a little bit better than something I as a consumer have had before, but I think it's, it's, it's like above average, let's call it. Or just, or just maybe something the best I've ever had. Then what I'll go ahead and do is I'll, I'll invite my team to enjoy the product also. And so I'll say, hey guys, I love this. Do you guys love this? And let's pretend all those things come back as like, yeah, we love it. It's amazing. 
And then at that point, um, it's really just the founder, to be honest with you, and how big they're thinking. It's really how, how big are they thinking and are they prepared for the road ahead, I think is, is really the, the thing. Um, I've met a lot of founders who are, they have an amazing product, but they're like unsure. They're not, they're not, they're, they're not, they're worried about the, the global, or I got, let's call it the North America rollout. And they're just so focused on the problems that exist in that potential. And there's, there's two entrepreneurs. There's like the entrepreneurs try to solve for the downside risk a lot. And then there's the other entrepreneur who's going, you know, forget North America. I need to go or, or forget, let's say America. I'm thinking Canada. I'm thinking, how do I get this in Mexico? And so these little tidbits of, of really the, the, what they're communicating to me and how big they're thinking of taking this concept, um, that, that means a lot to me. And unfortunately, that, that doesn't come through in a deck, which is why I almost have to speak to the founder. But it certainly comes through in a conversation with, with the founder. So what's, what's great about that is, is um, you know, I, I mentioned the brand or I'm sorry, the uh, retailers that were at this event with CA Porch. And I'm probably going to reference that a lot for the short time that I'm on today. But but we coached brands over and over and over again about uh, about the deck, right, about how big it is, how long it is. And it's more about the personal connection. And Diego, you're you're hitting it exactly what we talked about, like we talked about and and you're talking about some pretty significant retailers uh national retailers strong regional retailers um they don't want to see 15 20 page decks right they want to see short decks but they want to connect with you they want to they want to hear you and your passion the story behind your brand and you can put anything you want to in a deck but at the end of the day you're the person that's going to drive the bus you're the person that's going to you know build this business and it, you know you can put whatever you want to in a deck but but really it's more about the individual and the team involved so i i appreciate hearing that and i think um for those listening watching hearing right now uh it's pretty important because decks i i, I always say alex you know this ditch the deck right i mean let's have a conversation talk about you talk about your passion talk about the brand go that route don't don't put it on paper. I don't I don't need anyone to read to me. So yeah, yeah, hundred no, percent so agree. I'll even, I'll even throw this little tip out there. When I, I looked at my the decks I used to make like a long time ago, and if I were to show them to you, they they are monumentally like embarrassing, monumentally embarrassing to the fact that how did this guy ever get a penny? And and to that point, I think my strength is really in the spoken word. Um, I've I've since gotten better at decks, so it's definitely a skill that I would say is is of value. But it, it, it always comes down to the one-on-one. -on -one. It always comes down to the individual, always. Yeah. You know, and I think one thing, when I look at the best founders and companies that have, that have been successful, um, you know, like, you know, you got Koya, right? You got Lemon Perfect, all these companies. The CEO is typically uh, not only really, you know, not only really smart and outgoing and knows his business back to front, knows all the numbers and financials, but they're also great salespeople. I think that is yeah. an enormous requirement is is some, you know, and no offense to some of the CEOs out there, but some CEOs are very technical, almost like engineers, right? Like yeah. they're creators, but they're really um, they, they're challenged when it comes to running a company and being a visionary and being able to have the business sense to scale a brand, right? Having that 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 experience to scale a brand financially and raise money and do all the and all the background financials, and then also just to sell. Like I would, you know, if I were investing, right? I don't really actively invest right now because that takes money, right? Um, unless I unless they take smoothie currency or something like that, I can't really invest. Um, but you got to visualize. Will when you put that founder in a room presenting to the biggest retailers in the world, whether it's Walmart, Publix, Target, Albertsons, Kroger, uh, Whole Foods, Sprouts, can they get it done? And can they be also, um, what's the word, like egoless, like not having a big ego, right? And I love those types of founders as well, where they're not like always talking, but they're also listening. They keep their ego in check and they're always learning, always adapting, and they always have something to learn versus yeah. a founder that's like a know-it-all right because those that that's a that's a really big turnoff when they're a know-it-all and they're overconfident 
that's a big one. And I'll say this when I when I met again, I'll just go back to Paul with Ouroboros specifically. One of the first things he highlighted to me was how he messed up on 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 like a deal that he made with a retailer. And and we went through like how did he mess up? Like what what did he not see at the time that he sees now? And it was wonderful, you know, and he didn't have an ego about this thing. It was like he was giving me a, a part of the business that I don't think many founders understand the power of, of being transparent. But in this specific setting, he was just he was saying, this is what I learned by making this mistake. Let's unpack the mistake. And then here's why it's going to be different later. And I, I, I just it felt so natural. It was it was like, that's it. That's the thing you want. That's the skill set that may, helps inform me of the decision where, to your point, he's kind of removing the ego. Which is exactly. Probably, yeah. We're going to reset the room here because we have some comments. Um, what we do on the show, as you probably have noticed, Diego, is we like to shout out people. And that's the luxury of uh, and the perk of being a live show. Right. Uh, you know, on top of, uh, you know, hosts like myself messing up and doing stuff, which makes it funny. Um, so let's go through. Uh, number one, we have Diego Torres Palma of Ventana Ventures and also host of Startup to Storefront, which you can search for you just start up the storefront on apple podcast spotify you can find it you can find many episodes with tons of great founders and cpg people and uh, genius juice being one of the, one of those great ones that you interviewed and I, I would say i don't know and also the energy of your of your podcast got me in the zone so i'm not giving i'm not saying like oh man i was so great it's like no just the surroundings the professionalism the questions you asked right um not over talking but not you know not under talking you had the perfect amount of kind of back and forth going on to let me tell my story i think you you present a really good um environment for people to be interviewed so it's awesome stuff thank you so some comments we're going to go through here and it's even better now now that construction's done right yeah yeah um we we are I, i'll just uh pitch you on it real quick that we're launching our new wellness shots i'd love to get a follow-up interview with you not putting on the spot to say yes or no oh, here but we're happy to do it okay awesome great so i guess i did put you on the spot it's a yes <laughs> all right so i'll be on and we'll make sure to post it on linkedin when we get interviewed by startup the storefront um all right so some comments here we have in the beginning we have the tom malingo stuff right we have hello everyone happy friday all he's a Big avid fan of the show and always on here. And he's going to be a guest on our show. Store Press, Next Level Summits. Hello, y'all. Sarah Stender Delaney. Say that five times fast. Hello. Ian Nitsky, five-star rating submitted. Thank you. So we're at 83, Wade. 83. We, did, we got one live, right? Because we were at 82 when the show started, right? Yeah. And then, Diego, have you done yours? I'll do it. I'll do it right 84. Now. We just got two time. more. Easy. All right. Awesome, man. Thank you for that. Andrew Friedman. Well, let's save some space for industry spirits and bartender owned brands. That's yes. pretty cool. I like, I like that on premise kind of stuff. Yuval Selleck, who is our sponsor for uh, Promo Mash and Crisp and CPG, CP Genius. He has a few things going on there. So, so Alex, I, I feel like, like as we go through the show, mm -hmm. we have to keep reiterating how important important it is for people to stay tuned in and listening to this episode because the surprise that we're going to give away we're going to talk about something that we some question some fact some nugget that we've we've hit on and this prize alex four thousand dollars four thousand dollars we have two we actually have two huge. prizes two prizes the first one is over four thousand the second one is over two thousand for emerging brands yeah, it's it's going to be pretty significant. So stay tuned in. Listen to what we're talking about. Alex, I don't usually say this, but take notes if you need to take notes and write down what we're talking about, because, um, you know, this prize is going to make someone uh, make someone either make some money or save some money, something. Right. Exactly. And it's yeah. going to be a detailed hard ask question that we're also and it's, it's good we're, we're talking about this so diego we usually have our guest once we get to that part of the show which is later come up with the question so think about a really tough question something you have mentioned or will mention okay what what's the color of that square in the background that's not black and white it could be that hard you know it's yellow for those that don't see it <laughs> all right um so yeah it's and and also i mean wait not only 
is there a $4,000 prize? Not only is there a $22,250 prize, but there's also a third prize, which is a shirt and a hat. <laughs> so CP genius. And those, right. according to Yuval, that was one of the hottest things at Expo West. It wasn't the debut of new products. It wasn't adaptogens. It was the CP genius t-shirt and hat. Those were hot items at Expo. And now he printed more and they're limited edition. And uh, you get one. And the, and the value, according to Yuval, is priceless, according to and him. And I, I would have mine on. Yuval sent them to me. Um, but unfortunately, I'm on the road. Uh, but uh, yeah, thank you, Yuval. I, I will rock those during another episode. And uh, with me, uh, I am not on the road. And uh, I have no excuse except for that um, I'm an idiot. So let's keep going. All right. Uh, <laughs> Not a genius moment when I forgot to wear my our sponsor's hat. Um, but I'll make it up to you like Wade said. I think Wade, we'll 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 coordinate. We'll make sure to wear it on the same episode for sure. All right, some a couple other comments. Paul Lutz is asking, what is your favorite Ourobora skew, Diego? It's, it's a lavender cucumber. It comes in a purplish can, lavender cucumber, all time favorite. I think it has like a alligator and a tux or something like that. Something random like that. It might. It definitely has some green in it. It might be an alligator. You might be right. Yeah, I remember seeing like an alligator or some reptile. And if you don't know, Ourobora has the most ridiculously <laughs> weird and amazing branding. And even I think at his booth, it says like, "Drink like you know weird sparkling water" like, or something like that. He has some tagline like that. So I, it's a sloth that's on it on this particular. Oh, it's bottle. a sloth. Okay. A sloth in it. This is hilarious. It's a sloth inside of a cucumber, like kayaking, basically. So I don't even know where you dream those things up, but that's on the can. Lavender cucumber, purple. I, I want what he's having <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to come up with those ideas, man. Yeah, yeah Paul, let me know what, what psychedelics uh, you're on and, and uh, <laughs> send some to me, please. Or put it in your next product. Wow. But it's, it shows you, you know, just the disruption, right? Like, you know, liquid death, Ourobora, right? This sparkling, like... You can't go conventional these days or else you 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 blend in with everyone else and paul and and also i mean big credit also to his wife right yeah because she's a the you know she really uh focused a lot of the on the, a lot of the creatives because i think she's from she has an art background um what's what's her name again his wife i can't remember oh, i forget i'm sorry yeah forget. madeline madeline i think madeline vogue vogue sounds right Vogue-y? Yeah. So let me see if my memory is correct. But she's amazing, too. They're a husband and wife combo. And uh, so credit, big shout out to her as well for uh, building that brand with Paul. Um, a couple other comments here. I, got the, I know this is going on and on. Ryan Wilhelm, Wilhelm, the best meetings are when the deck is set aside and you talk, discuss without presenting. Um, Sean Berg had first had first in-person meetings with large Florida retailers, something about the engagement that is different. I will say, too, that one thing, because we have a few more, we'll get to the comments again later. So keep shouting out. We'll make sure to shout you out. Is you can Google. I'm sure you've done this, Diego and and Wade. Um, something I recommend you do: Google um, decks from Uber, Airbnb, and like other big tech companies when they raise like their big round, like a 200 million, whatever their big rounds, and you will see how simple these decks are. It's like seven pages one two lines very blank very minimal and of course you know what happens in those types of pitches where the deck is put aside it's only a guardrail and then the founders and the team go into all the details in a boardroom with their investors so anyway just echoing what you said diego which and wade it's uh, more about the person less about the deck it's great advice absolutely absolutely so alex I'm going to bid adieu really fast here because I've got to uh, work my way over. But the one thing I want to say, and you can touch on it or we can talk about it next week, but I wanted to at least congratulate Kristen Fricasi, uh with Root and Splendor, who won last night uh, the pitch slam for San Diego, uh, the naturally San Diego. Um, she won with her brand. Um, and I know when I was out in California, I was talking to them. Um, and the second place was Cien Chili's and third place was Wind's Kitchen. So uh, shout out to that. And naturally, San Diego, uh, so many friends of the show that, that participate in that event. Naturally, it's blowing up across the country. 
uh, we're going to be doing some things, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, with naturally, right? I think naturally, naturally LA. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, on, I'm on, I'm on yeah. the board of it, of naturally yeah. LA. And so yeah. the advisory board, right. I know they're going to be, uh, involved in, um, in partnering up. Yep. Yep. So, all right. So Diego, thanks again. It's been fun. Alex, everyone okay. listening, watching right now, we'll catch you next week. I'm going to go jump on a plane and go back to North Carolina. Are you prepared yeah. to leave the show with us, Wade? That's the big question. And I'm I'm not prepared. I wish I could stay on. It's been a lot of fun, <laughs> and I, I I've got more questions for Diego, but I'm sure we'll uh, we'll either we'll catch up later or we'll yeah yeah we'll do this again. But uh, uh, it's it, love you, buddy, uh, Diego. Thanks for joining. Love you and too. I, I, I got a shout out again, CA Sports yeah. in this Chicago. This this whole thing has been just really really significant touching with brands, giving feedback, and just just being involved uh, directly. It's been a lot of fun. So I'll catch you guys. In the, oh, look, there's Ari. Look at that. There he just is. Just like that. Just like that. Right in the nick of yeah. time, right before he logged off. Just like off. that. All right. I'll catch you guys later. Take See care. Later. Safe flight. Yeah. Yep. That would be really funny if he actually was at home and that was a virtual background. <laughs> like he, Like next week he posts like, oh, just kidding. Just kidding. I'm testing yeah. out this new AI filter in the back. I just plug in the airport and it just draws it behind me. Exactly. That would yeah. be insane. It's like a back route virtual GPT or something like that. It's coming. I mean, these things, these things are coming. You know, what? It's a, the, the function of streaming is coming. It's all of it. It's coming with an AI component. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I haven't really gotten too heavily into it. I'm seeing like posts on LinkedIn and stuff, which is like, we just did a rap song for our product. Sure. In Chat GPT, I've personally not used it. Yeah. What like what are your thoughts on is this something that like has sticking power for the long term or is it like kind of this fad? Like I'm really I'm a late adopter because I'm stubborn. Yeah. But like what do you think about all this? It's funny. So I've actually been using it for for just about everything. And 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 I'll take it to like the mundane. So first of all, happy birthday to my wife. It's my wife's birthday. Oh and happy birthday. The other day, so, so instead, think about think about what you'd normally do. And so we're going to get sort of um, like product market driven, right? So if it's your wife's birthday, you might know a few a few things that she likes, maybe two, three things, and you might go ahead and purchase them or, or do the thing like dinner. Obviously, there's some obvious ones that come to mind. I decided to ask Chat GPT, what, what should I do for my wife's birthday? For people who have never used it, it's going to give you a list of 10, 10 things. I had about three of the things that I was going to do. And I decided to do all 10. I was like, these are all really good ideas. And so the way I view it is like, it's almost like a, instead of you Googling how to hire a photographer or like, do, 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 or like how to, where to, where to have a nice dinner, things like that, or like what to make for dinner, something like that. ChatGPT just gives you really good ideas uh, as it relates to, to things like that. So then I started taking it a step further. And, and then all of a sudden I was like, instead of Googling, I'm now just chat GPTing because I'm, I'm starting so much further down the road. Um, mm -hmm. I have chef friends who are now doing recipe, like recipe ideas. They'll get them from chat GPT. And so they'll say something like hmm. these are, I want to make a taco using these ingredients. What recipes exist as an example. And then you, and then sure enough, you'll find, cause it's compiling data on the internet. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's right. It starts right. so much down. Yeah. Downstream. Um, I'll give you another example. So, we had Matt Higgins on the podcast. He's a, he was a guest on Shark Tank, guest shark on Shark Tank. And so he says to me, he's like, you know, it seems like you guys have a niche with Shark Tank. Why don't you go ahead and, and just do a couple more interviews? Because those, those, those videos of ours actually do the best also. So I go to ChatGPT and I say, hey, ChatGPT, um, give me the, the, the most successful companies that have been in, on Shark Tank that are located in Los Angeles. And then sure enough, sends me a list of 10 of those and I can always load more. And so there's obviously more than 10. Um, so then, you know, it got me a list of like 50. And so, hmm. so when you think about output and doing that in Google, it would require a lot more Googling, right? First, mm -hmm. I'd get a Shark Tank list and then maybe I'd, I would do Shark Tank plus Los Angeles list. And, and so ChatGPT just does that on my behalf and and so there's, and I'm just getting started with it. I don't want to make it sound like I'm some expert. I'm totally not. Um, but it's just fun that we're able to get, you know, these insights so quickly. Yeah, it's it's interesting because, like, you know, I look at it from two perspectives. I look at it, look at it from the growth perspective 
and I look at it from what could go wrong perspective. You know, I just I sure. like to look at both because, hey, you know, it's fun to be the devil's advocate on this on this one. Um, yeah. What's what's great about it is, like you said, it saves time. It's more efficient. It gives you information faster. It's also um, probably better information because it's like Google can pull from websites where some may, some people may be completely incorrect. Right. And I, I was Googling, um, you know, the other day. Is this is so random? You're going to laugh. But I Googled what happened to National Treasure three because I watched National Treasure two. Right. With Nicolas Cage. And I remember National Treasure three was supposed to come out during the pandemic or something. And it took me like three searches with different phrasing to like, like I would search National Treasure three and it would say like, is it still happening? There'd be a question mark. Right. And then I'd read another article that's like, like, no, like right now it's been shut down, but it may come back. And then like, and then like I, I had to re re Google it as National Treasure three canceled. Right. And then it told me it was officially canceled. So I'm sure yeah. chat GPT would have given me again, random as hell would have given me better information. The, the part that I'm concerned sure. about is the economic, you know, the economic effect, um, right? Mm -hmm. Where you have so many writers writing poems, writing, you know, a lot of creators, right? A lot of creative people in this world. Um, and also people like, you know, you look at BuzzFeed, right? I don't, I don't know the internals of BuzzFeed and why they shut down, but maybe part of it was chat GPT or, or you know, um, that, you know, you could get articles more easily. You don't need to hire a bunch of people. Um, mm -hmm. And then like you start looking bigger, like L.A. Times or New York Times, where do they are they always going to need writers if the A.I. gets better and better? And it's it's getting to a point where I don't know what's going on, man. Like this is it's getting a little scary, in my opinion, not to yeah. be a conspiracy theorist. But like when I mention something on the phone with someone I suddenly get an email pertaining to that. That's happened like a few times a year. I don't yeah, know if yeah. you've ever experienced that. I have. But like if I'm, yeah, like you talk about, man, I, I want to go see a concert, you know, at the Greek or I want to see a concert in LA or whatever. And then suddenly you get an email from Ticketmaster on hot concerts in LA, you know? Mm -hmm. So this kind of shit is happening. And that's that starts to, again, we're no script, just chat. We talk about the good and the bad, the ugly to all this, where is it too much information out there that should be private, right? I don't know. It's yeah, it's interesting. I think when it like, I'll give you example the way I look at it for me personally. It's I've I've never been a good writer my whole life. Like I, I just never. I don't know why. Um, I have a lot of friends who are writers in Hollywood, who've done really, really, really. I mean, household movie type names, and and they're also quite nervous about this whole idea. Where to some extent, it's like leveling out the playing field. Like I guess. But at the same time, I, I think if you're a good writer, this has the opportunity to save you a lot of time also, um, because it's just a function of like using, knowing how to use the tool to get the output that basically, so instead of starting from an ideation perspective, you can, you can start from a perspective that's already on third base, like something like, hey, ChatGPT, give me a story about, I don't know, a pregnant dinosaur um, that meets a sloth. I'm just who knows, right? But maybe maybe something is delivered to you, and you're like, oh, I hadn't considered this, how they met in a cave, or like, oh, I hadn't considered they met in a tree. That makes sense. That, that should be like, on the next can for Ourobora, a pregnant dinosaur with a sloth. Yeah, yeah, and and so I don't know. I think I think there. Are, I get the fear. I totally understand it. Anytime there's a new technology, that people are right to be afraid, and and there certainly is a a part that makes sense. I mean, things aren't going to always go as planned. Um, yeah. I yeah. think if you learn how to use the tool generally, I think, I think you'll be okay, but it could be a benefit. Yeah. It could be a benefit. And, you know, I like to see that side more than the, uh, yeah. the negative, you know, the, the consequences to that. But, you know, I think also for like musicians too, right. Mm -hmm. I mean, we get off base and off track on these conversations, but musicians mm -hmm. where, you know, there was something that released, which was a full rap song that integrated Snoop Dogg. It took all of Snoop Dogg's songs and like took his voice from all these different songs yeah. and formed it into a new song rhythmically with the background track. And it sounded like a professional song that you can like hear on the radio. So like, is it, is it, uh, you know, it does a lot of the work for you or it helps you get to that more creative level that you want to get mm -hmm. to. It's very interesting, but 
again, I, I have not used it yet. You know, I'm such a late adopter that I like to talk with people and say, is this <clears throat> like, you know, Clubhouse is another example, right? Okay. Like I, sure. I was super late to Clubhouse right before it got shut down or not shut down, but before it started, <clears throat> you know, failing basically and like yeah. losing all their members. So I, I, everyone invited me. You, you probably remember that those days during the pandemic in yeah. 2020. A couple of those. Yeah. You, pro you probably got so many text messages, right? About joining <laughs> Clubhouse. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. And so CPG was huge, you know, like all the CPG founders were on there and were some yeah. people still love Clubhouse. So don't mean to bag on them, but and I guess I'm not. But for whatever reason, it lost a lot of its popularity. It's still around and it's still valued in the multi-millions. Um, but it's just a question of we have limited time, right, with some of these platforms. Is it worth diving into a new one, right, a new one? and getting into it. Is this worth my time? Is this going to add value to my life? And I was the same way about um, Snapchat, right? Okay. Could not get into Snapchat. Um, you know, I'm like, it's just another social media platform. I, Instagram is my choice. TikTok's good too. So it's kind of like we, we're getting inundated with too many options. Um, and again, randomly streaming, streaming services, a lot of options. It's too, it's too much. But Anyway, um, I wanted to get it to a couple more comments here. Let's do and it. We can circle back to, um, and I think there's some comments that are coming in right now um, based on some of our chat GPT stuff. So I um, want to shout out Ari Raz. Thanks for the shout out, Wade. And congratulations to Krista and Root. Krista, Root and Splendor, naturally San Diego. Happy birthday. That's from Yuval for your wife there. Okay. Thank you. Also from Tom, happy birthday. Sarah Stender still loves Clubhouse, and there's a new CPG room. I'm willing to give another shot. And then Sam Malengo said, I looked at a gentleman's profile on LinkedIn on, and on my laptop and immediately got an ad on my phone advertising a forum. That's when I looked at it. It was from a company run by a partner of his. Okay. So there's like a lot of weird AI connections that are going on, but... Um, I'll give you... I'll give you something. So I just, I, as we, as we were reading the comments, I just asked chat GPT. I said, why had, why did clubhouse become less popular? And it gave yep. me, it gave me four reasons. So the, the first reason here is increased competition, right? So we knew that Twitter reels, all this stuff. So we knew that one Two, limited availability. I guess it was, I think we know this. it was invite only, but only for the iPhone users. So that's interesting data. I didn't know that it was mm -hmm. just iPhone. Um, burnout early buzz and clubhouse may have created unrealistic expectations for the apps long-term success. So I guess that was never a known thing. How would they continue to do that? Four, lack of content moderation. Interesting. Uh, I guess you can say anything in any clubhouse. That's interesting. And then mm -hmm. privacy. So yeah, that's interesting. So right. So just like that, that's a, a, that's a real-time example of a question we posed. We have data in our heads. And then here we go asking ChatGPT what, what their opinion, its opinion, her opinion is. And it's interesting. Yeah. Sense, a sentient server being that's uh, providing this information yeah. and i know there's going to be a documentary that's going to come out dude sometime this year about chat gpt oh, they're going to go into see so good yeah there there's so someone went on chat gpt about the dinosaur and the sloth see there's a once upon a time in a lush prehistoric <laughs> forest a pregnant dinosaur named dina waddled through the trees her belly round and full dina a graceful Para Sura Lafis, I lived in the forest for her entire life, and now she was about to become a mother. One sunny morning, Dina was out searching for the tastiest ferns to satisfy her pregnancy cravings as she plucked leaves from a particular verdant plant. plant. That is so well done. See, look at that. I couldn't have made that up even if I was high. You know, and if I'm a good writer, it. I'm taking that and I'm building another back backstory, like what happened. You know, it's so good. This is so good. it seems like. <laughs> uh, it's, it's humming along here. I mean, that, that's, that's like my first, literally my first exposure to like a real time chat GPT. That's pretty amazing. Wow. Thank so how do, sending that. that's awesome. Do you think, you know, I'm just thinking creatively, like, <laughs> you know, can this be used in some way, obviously in the CPG arena, cause this is a CPG show. Yeah. Where do you see like founders using this to their advantage? Would it be like the story on their website? Would it be, yeah. um, and in a deck talking about, I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. Where do you think this could be an advantage to a entrepreneur? 
I, I think so, so as an let's go entrepreneur and business, let's go back to the deck building. Um, and so one of the things I asked, so I, I do real estate development in that we have decks in that I just asked ChatGPT. I said, why do people invest in commercial real estate? I just asked, and it gave me a list of 10 really well thought of um, responses. One of those being like tax savings. And again, I, I think, I think as a human being who's in a certain world, like CPG or for me, real estate, I'm pretty good at knowing five of the 10 or six of the 10 or seven of the 10, but when chat GPT just gives me all 10. And so now I started adding some of that to my decks. Well, I'll, I'll say, okay, let me touch on these 10 points. One of each being a slide, right? So maybe one is tax savings. One is uh, blah, 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 but there's also risks. And so the risk mitigation, what are the risks associated with these programs? Because if you think about it this way, I'm a real estate developer. I understand the game inherently, but some investor may not. And so for them, I could be touching on one of the potential, like if you think about a sales pitch, one of the potential things that I need to touch on during a sales pitch. And so uh, ChatGPT does that. Um, it's interesting. I probably, you could probably ask it. I almost want to do this in real time, but I don't want to derail the conversation, but like, what are the, 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 the hottest trends in CPG today? Right. Uh -huh. And I think, I think empirically we might say, actually, why don't I just, why don't I just do that? But empirically, like, you and I might say maybe the better for you category, although we, right. we could argue that's been around for five years or so. Right. But um, let me let me. And, add. and also, what's what's the right strategy in running a CPG business right now? Yeah. Because I'm sure there's going to be some great info there. Um, so interesting. And I want to ask you a question after you find the answer. So we'll go to your answer first. It's going to take a second. Just go ahead. OK. Um, I'll, I'll wait. It's kind of a longer longer answer. Okay. I, this is what I asked. I said, what is the future of CPG? Number one, e-commerce direct to consumer. Okay. We kind of knew that. Interesting. Two, sustainability. Also interesting. <laughs> Three, health and wellness. So I guess that falls into the better for you category. Four, personalization. And so data anal analytics, AI, they're allowing CPG companies to better understand consumer preferences and offer more personalized products and experiences. Super interesting. And then innovation and new product development. Um, okay, wow. I, I guess you kind of knew that one. This includes everything from plant-based meat substitutes to smart appliances that make cooking and cleaning easier and more convenient. Yeah, that's right. a big one. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing that. I'm seeing a lot of that, like on Shark Tank, which is <clears throat> appliances that are easier, make it easier to cook, make it easier to clean. I mean, look at Blue Land, right? That was on Shark right. Tank. Yeah, I don't know if you, I don't know if you had them on your show yet. We but, did, uh, yeah, we, had, we, we did. had her on our show. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> So they have like a it's 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 like hitting on two two things right or actually three it's wellness because it's cleaner ingredients number yep. two it's sustainable because and what blue land is for those that don't know and you can google uh youtube shark tank is um they do a um a tablet with so you know if you have like let's say a spray bottle a cleaner and it runs out you put a tablet in and then you fill it with water and it has a whole new it's a whole new bottle or it's a whole it's filled up so you only use one plastic bottle, which is biodegradable, you know, upcycled. And you just reuse that one bottle and have tablets. They sell you tablets, refillable tablets. So that that's a really good idea. So they've kind of hit on all those things that ChatGPT just just said. My my question, Diego, is where the hell are they getting all this from? Like, like, is it just a composite of spider searches on the on the net are, are there experts that are inputting this like the greatest minds or where are they where are they getting where's the data coming from if i if i had to guess it's almost like google does its own ranking system too right so so google searches the internet and then ranks things that they think are appropriate for your answer and depending on the source maybe they get a higher rank Let, let's say let's say the bbc or maybe bloomberg might have a higher ranking than my personal blog which is that that, that makes sense and so in that, my guess is they must have a way of ranking the sources, aggregating them, right? So let's say you take the top 20 sources that are ranked one to two, like these are the top two. Let's, mm -hmm. add, let's, let's basically do a comparison. Where do they agree? And then spit those out as answers. That'd mm -hmm. be my guess. Um, in building that, I mean, that is highly sophisticated in the amount of time you're getting answers, which is you know under five seconds. But that, that would be my guess in terms of how they do it. Totally speculative, but that, that, that feels right to me. It's just, a, it's a data compilation. And uh, in order to do that, you'd have to have verified sources, trusted sources, and then you'd have to have multiple sources that agree. Right. It's kind of, it's so interesting, like, cause that's really the way that companies should make decisions. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
Yeah. Because like, I mean, so many mistakes have been made. This is a, such a longer conversation, but so many mistakes, right? When you look at founders, entrepreneurs have been made because of ego, because of emotions, because of prior experiences where you're like, when I was a kid, I liked, you know, I liked uh, candy corn ice cream. So you know what? That, I like candy corn. So you know what? Candy corn ice cream is going to be our, our next skew for our ice cream yeah. line. Like people use a lot of predisposed, um, you know, dispositions to find out what they want to do next in running their business. Now, I'm not discounting the gut, right, of an entrepreneur, right, and their yeah. intuition. That's a part of it. But I feel that very strongly, um, and you probably are aligned with this, that it's a combination of gut, intuition, plus going out and getting all that data from a set of people that are experts in this industry and using all that and mixing it together to arrive at the right um, the right solution, right? And, and you know, that's why companies have boards, mm -hmm. but even boards fall victim to that vis-a-vis, -vis, yeah. I'm using all these really fancy terms, like <laughs> Apple, right? Like they voted Steve Jobs out, right? And then the company right. almost got destroyed and then he came back and saved it. The, the other really cool example that I feel, you know, um, love him or hate him, I'm not here to advocate or say he's great or not great, just what he's done, is Elon Musk, you know, with, with Tesla, where he used tremendous feedback from so many people in designing the car. Um, you know, and he was very hands-on, obviously the most brilliant engineers in the world working on it. But, like, I own a Tesla. Um, I, I don't know if you do, Diego, but... Uh, I've been waiting for the Cybertruck for over three ah. years now. So one day I will join you in owning them. Yeah. <laughs> it's good that you're waiting. You're waiting out for literally like the king, the king of them all. Um, yeah. it's, 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 it looks pretty interesting. It, uh, it, is it is certainly that. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to tell whether, I think it's going to be a hit, but it's, it's like so different. It looks like something out of RoboCop or, you know, it looks like a spaceship. It's, it's interesting. I, I'm, I'm curious to see how it hits in the market. I'm, I'm sure obviously it's going to do well because it's Tesla. But what's what's so cool is that they listen to feedback. They look at YouTube right when people respond to, you know, to videos about Tesla and they're really honed in on that. And when someone has feedback, um, they implement it if it makes sense. And they and they send an update through the air right through Wi-Fi and it updates when your car is sitting there at night from your Wi-Fi from your house. And in the morning you have an update on your software. So one that I was really impressed with, and we'll get to our prize because I know you guys have been waiting, but we're just, this is so fascinating, is there was someone who said, man, I'm so pissed off when I'm at a stoplight and there's someone fucking in front, there's someone in front of me and they're on their phone and, and it turns green. Yeah. And they're not going, right? So Tesla implemented something new last month or two months ago where I was at a stoplight, okay? And I didn't even realize this update happened, right? Because it just did it overnight. And I was on my phone. You know, we, we all do it, man. I mean, you're on your phone. You're at a stoplight, right? It, it, no, I don't recommend to do it, but sometimes we do it. <laughs> sure. And suddenly the car beeps. It goes beeping. I'm like, why is the car beeping? I look up and it's a green light. Oh. So the car has a sensor that when it goes from red to green, it beeps to tell you to look up and go. That's awesome. How, how fucking awesome is that, dude? So that's, a, that's I love that story. Yeah, there's other ones that are cool, like you hit the clicker and then there's a little screen that pops up with your blind spot and instead of looking at the mirror for the blind spot. Yep. There's a lot of really cool features that they put in and uh and they dropped their price five times already in the last six months. So Oh wow. And there's a seventy five hundred dollar tax credit that came back online. So anyway, I'm a Tesla salesperson part time. I'm just <laughs> I was gonna say this could be an ad. Seriously, they're not even sponsoring us, and they're 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 very lucky. We're talking about them. They need all the exposure yeah. they can get right now. They're 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 struggling a lot. Um, all right, so we're gonna go into our next segment really quickly because we're over time. This is called stuff we love. We're gonna get into it very quickly, um, and we'll talk about what I love, what you love, products. Mm -hmm. I just like this one. This is the classic kombucha from GT. This is the twenty-one and over. You open it, it literally explodes. It's awesome. That's how much fermentation there is. This is the trilogy, my favorite one. And I got this at Whole Foods. So that's it. How my about turn? you? Yep. 
Yeah, I think I, I got to go with Ourobora. I love Ourobora. We have them all the time. Lavender cucumber is my favorite. You can pick it up at almost every major retailer or just at Ourobora.com. There you go. Shout out to uh, Paul and Madeline and uh, great job on building your brand. And we're going to get into our next segment here, which is called Friday Freebies. Friday Freebies. Okay, so this is kind of a challenge, Diego, because usually when we have three people on, it's easier to come up with three questions. But we're two guys and we talked about a lot. We have to come up with three questions. I got one. And yeah, we have a couple things to mention. We have our long term. Now, this is over $6,200 in prizes for two winners. Plus, there's a third prize, which is assured the hat, which I don't see that as a consolation prize. I see that as pretty damn valuable because it's CP genius from Yuval Selleck. But before we go into the prizes, going to hold you off in suspense for another 30 seconds. We're going to talk about our permanent long-term sponsor, which is V Driven. We got Luke Abbott, Luke.Abbott, A-B-B-O-T-T at vdriven.com. And they're a CPG partner. I think you should actually have them on your show. This guy's fucking brilliant. Diego, he's the F word for it. I'm like Tony Robbins. You only use it when you have to, right? And (laughs) because he's like, oh my God, he's using the F word. He must really mean it. No, but um, V Driven is awesome. They're a CPG partner and they help emerging brands scale. And this guy, Luke, is a serial entrepreneur. He's run tons of businesses. He's investors in tons of businesses. He ran a business that sold to Kehi, um, a distributor. And now he runs a CPG advising consultation company. So they basically help purpose-driven brands. They fuel innovation and growth, providing strategies in every phase of the retail journey. From leadership coaching, brand management, accounting, sales strategy, day-to-day tactical support, and also fighting trade spend and chargebacks, which are a pain in the ass in this business. Mm -hmm. And their leadership team has decades of real-life experience in all all the key areas of the business, and it knows what they know what it takes to for a brand to succeed. Again, go to V Driven, V as in velocity, driven, D-R-I-V-E-N dot com. And Luke Abbott is your guy. Luke dot Abbott, A-B-B-O-T at vdriven.com. The prizes. All right. You ready for this? I can't wait. I'm excited. This is pretty cool. So this is actually, uh, I'm seeing three prizes here. So first prize is a one month promo mass trade promotion management subscription for one customer. So they manage tons of stuff. I mean, for you, for your brand, usually this costs a lot of money. You're getting it for free, adds a ton of value to your day-to-day operations. So I'll say it again, a one month promo mass trade promotion management subscription. They manage your trade spend, your, your promotions for one customer, plus a 30 day crisp, that's crisp, but that's the name of the company, trial and unlimited data sources, 15% off crisp list prices. And you work directly with the crisp team for a data consult con- consult on your live data. So they get data for you about your business, about your category that you can use in your decks, in your pitches to help you succeed and scale. Total package value, $4,000 for the first prize. Second prize, bear with me, includes one month of Promomash growth plan, field marketing subscription. That's huge, field marketing. So they actually help you with that. Whole Foods market reporting suite, so you get data from Whole Foods, which is hard to get unless, and they, they do it for you. A 30-day crisp trial of unlimited data sources, 15% off crisp list prices, work directly with a crisp team. That package is $2,250. And the third prize is a shirt and a hat from CP Genius. All right. Three questions. All right. Can I go first? Can I do the first? Can I do one of them? Or do you want to sure. Yeah. This will be for the first prize. Okay. Yeah, I think it, I wanted to go curveball here, everyone, just so we're clear. And so the question is, what airport was Wade joining us from? Oh, that one's so easy. That's good. So. That's good. That's good. You know, I don't really mentioned it once or twice, I think. You, you couldn't tell. I mean, people can tell from looking at it, right? I'm just kidding. Yeah. Now, how do they answer in the comments? Yep. So it's all in the comments. And then what happens is uh, there usually is 
uh, some kind of a delay. Okay. And Paul Paul Lutz got it. The O'Hare. O-R. <laughs> Someone said O-R. You got it. That's an auto, auto type, correct? But Paul Lutz, according, what I'm seeing is Paul Lutz got it. He's the first that I see. That's yep. what I see also. All right. So Paul Lutz is the winner of $4,000 prize. That's the biggest we've ever awarded out on the show. That's so huge. So make sure to, um, I know you, you probably won't forget this. Email. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Email cpgvibes100 at gmail.com and to redeem your prize. All right. So I got about three or four minutes. Let's get to the second the second one. This one's going to be also like kind of on the easier side is who, what's a, who's a notable um, guest that's like heavy duty entrepreneur. All right. Not, not, not like me. Like me, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm a great entrepreneur. So is Ourobora, right? Paul Vogie. But who is someone that's really, that's pretty famous that Diego brought on his show? Start up the storefront. That's a good one. That's the only question I got. That's the only thing I wrote down. There's always a little delay here, Diego. When no problem. So this is for a $2,250 prize. Who did Diego bring on his show? Okay, Blue Land. Like a famous, famous, like heavy duty, really well off. You're stumping. This is good. A lot of people know him. Him. I said him. That's a clue. Yep. He said it twice too. Like when he said it the first time, I wrote it down. And then you said it again. I'm like, damn it, he's saying it again. Like hopefully it's not so easy now. <laughs> All right. He said said it twice. Um we give give a little clue. This this clue is gonna give it away, but he's an ex-shark from Shark Tank. He was on Shark Tank. He wasn't he was he, he was the shark just released a book he's also involved in sports <laughs> his book is called <laughs> people are just gonna google it google, gonna google you can actually literally google shark shark tank shark that just released a book you'll probably see who it is it'll it might reduce it down to two people if you do that yeah this is so it's easy and uh, people are not answering. Come on, Sarah, you know it. Using chat GPT, they're using Google. Maybe uh, people just have stuff to do. They're, they're not really actively listening to it. This is a first where we're not getting an answer. Just wrote burn the boats. That's the book. That's literally the answer is on a, on a plate right now. <laughs> The answer is on a plate and I got to go too. So I, we have a, so Tom, who's Dudel? Is he saying dude or Dudel? I think he's saying sure. dude. I don't know. Probably dude. Yeah. Tom, I can just text you the answer and then you can answer on here. Who was his guest? Start up to storefront. He was, he's a, was a shark on, he's a shark. He owns a football team. He has a book called Burn the Boats. Someone's got to get it. At this point, I feel like we got to get rescued now. Like someone has to give us the answer. I think you just, you, you do second and third prize gets this answer. Yeah, yeah. Because I know I'm looking at, there's there's a lot of people on here. I guess just people are, I guess it's five o'clock in half the country right now. They're they're getting They're getting their party going. Maybe comments were turned off accidentally. All right, so whoever answers this will get will get the uh, two thousand two hundred fifty dollars prize plus the t shirt and the hat. But you know what? Either way, I look at the positive. We're setting a new record. There we go. Paul's in. Okay, so Paul already won. So he is. Uh, he can't win again. Tom. It's, but Tom. So there you go. So Tom, you're gonna get. The $2,250 prize and the shirt and the hat. 
And there we go. All right. Thank God. All right. There we go. All right. We so, Diego, thank you for being on our show. Um, thank you for having me. This is fun. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Looking forward. Also, I'll head out there. I'm there, as you know, doing sales, hitting the streets. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll grab some coffee at Farm Cup. Yes. And we will do the show once our shots come out in June. We'd love to do that. Yes. And uh, yeah, do you want to give a quick plug for what you do, uh, getting people over to your podcast? Yeah, sure. Uh, real estate development. We invest in startups, as we mentioned before, as an angel investor. We have a podcast called Startup to Storefront. Um, best place to find me is at Diego underscore ventures on Instagram, but Startup to Storefront everywhere else. Cool. All right. So we will see you next week, Friday, 2.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, and uh, and that will be 5.30 Eastern. No guests next week, but we have Keenan Smith with Evolved Chocolate. These are $7, $8 boxes of chocolate at Whole Foods as a sponsor. So make sure to tune in. Diego, thanks, my man, and we'll see you soon. Thank you, brother. Everyone have a good one. Have a happy weekend. Take care, everyone.